0: In today's episode, Martin Sands shares his passion for passive income and shows you some steps that you can take right now to create it for yourself. Are you an entrepreneur who's looking for motivation, strategy, and tactical guidance on taking your business to the next level? Do you like surrounding yourself with action takers who know what it takes to win? If so, you're in the right place. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm your host. Join me as I speak with some of the greatest business minds on the planet. Welcome to The Do Zone. Quality means doing it right when no one is looking. Henry Ford. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas, super glad to have you. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple or Spotify to make sure you don't miss another episode. This podcast, by the way, is brought to you by Unbreakable Teams. We help entrepreneurs build the systems they need to crush their goals, the teams they need to execute those systems, and the accountability they need to make sure it all gets done. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and you know you can't do it alone, go to unbreakableteams.com now. Once again, that's unbreakableteams.com. Today's guest is Martin Sands. Martin is a managing partner of Bequest Funds, which is a $50 million 506c Reg D income fund that pays an annual return of 9% to its investors monthly. Before co-founding a 26-person team in 2019 with his business partner, Mr. Sands was purchasing various commercial real estate properties in the D.C. area since 2009. Over the years, his experience in acquisition, due diligence, and asset management has familiarized him with all aspects of the real estate market. Mr. Sands is considered a thought leader in the real estate, mortgage note, and passive income industry. Martin, welcome to The Do Zone. Say what's up to the tribe and tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on Josh. Um I would go right to having a daily planner. So, um I use a I use a physical planner um every day and have done so for years. And um I'll write down, you know, what my goals are, what my targets are for the day uh to get me closer to my goals, what the quote is for the day. So, um what, you know, which is my battle cry, what's going to kind of carry, what's the theme for the day. And then I write down my agenda. And then underneath my agenda, which goes hour by hour, um, I also write down tasks that I have to do. And then I check my tasks off as I go throughout the day. You don't need to have that kind of planner, but just to have that planner and then plan your day the day prior. That's my other kind of tip on that.
0: Nice. You know, I, I've I've seen so many different strategies for this when I I asked that question, and I've I've gotten a lot of similar answers. I've got a lot of unique answers, but everybody kind of has their own spin on it. And so I I love the fact that you said, "Hey, I've got a daily planner, and I work on this every single day, and I do it the day before, and whenever I finish uh, a task, I mark that task off, and I get that kind of relief." And so. Uh, w- when did you start doing that? And and why do you feel like that's so effective for you?
1: Yeah, so I started doing this planner system about five years ago, no, about six years ago. And then, but I've been doing physical planners for for um, probably 12, 14 years, something like that. Um, and I also use an Outlook calendar. So I do do the digital thing because I need to coordinate with other people. But um, this physical planner is for me. And it's not just business related, I, I, I incorporate personal life, make sure there's a good balance in my day. And the, the, the key to this whole thing that I think is overlooked by many people is that it, it serves as an historical reference. So you can see that the progression you take in life, if you look at journal by journal, right, day mm-hmm. by day, it's it kind of builds a storyline for how your life is progressing.
0: Do you do you keep all of your planners and you store them? There's like a big warehouse of of Martin's Martin's productivity.
1: It is, and the warehouse exists in my wife's closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> as long as it's not your closet, right?
1: <laughs> well, my closet's much smaller.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And so, well, that's fascinating that that you the the benefit of the physical planner is that it is it is an actual record of of all of the things that you've done or not done or thought or all of your different battle cries, as you called them. Uh, and, and I'm curious, uh, do you go back and review those? And if so, what do you learn from them? Or is it just kind of like, because it's there, I kind of remember.
1: Well, I, I do go back and, and reference things. So, if I know that I, I'm meeting with someone and I met with them six months prior, I might go look and take, you know, look for the notes because I do journaling in my planner as well. So I might go look at, you know, how the discussion went, what were some of my thoughts um, that I kind of picked up on. Or if I wrote down a name and in, in email and I don't have it electronically, I'll, I'll go back and reference it that way. But um, I haven't gone back and kind of pieced together a whole story, journal book by journal book. Um, I, I haven't done that.
0: Uh, I think that would be interesting. Like, well, I mean, it would be at least be interesting for you. Maybe it would be boring for everybody else to watch. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so I I free I, I have goals. I mean, they they change occasionally like throughout time there's minor minor adjustments and I kind of trend certain ways so every day I write down my goals and I might add something I might remove something and then but but I look at my goals I had 15 years ago or 20 years ago when I started business I started entrepreneurship 20 years ago my goodness Mm -hmm. Um, the goals I had then are are just significantly different so it's interesting to see how you kind of change over time.
0: That's fascinating. And so let's go back to the uh the beginning of this entrepreneurial journey. Uh how did you how did you get into this? And you know, what were some of the motivations and maybe some of the challenges that you immediately faced as you made that decision?
1: Yeah. So um I'd say they were self-serving initially. I did not want to work another corporate job. And and so, I mean, I only spent a few years in corporate America after getting an MBA and, um, and and I just hated every minute of it. It was just, you know, I felt I felt dirty. I don't know how else to say it was just like all these people are sucking up to bosses and and just like it was it was just so much politics. I'm like this. is. It was so bad. And so um, I went into business for myself with my wife. Just knowing that I, it, I didn't never wanted to be in corporate America again. So, but then I just fell in love with it. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right, and and there and, was a lot of ugly. <laughs> I uh, mean, there's uh, you know still a lot. There's a hardship, right, in business
0: ownership. And so, have you pretty much done the same thing uh, for the entire time, or have you have you kind of evolved and and taken on different roles? So, um,
1: my wife and I founded a government contracting company that um, we we built up and sold in 2013. Um, from the period of 2009 to today, I've been investing in in mortgage notes, commercial real estate. So so since '9, I've been doing what I'm doing
0: today. Nice. And that's a uh, that's a that's a long time. you know, 2009, if we if we really go back there, uh, the economy was cratering at that moment. Uh, and the world was just a completely different place. And so any anybody that can uh, do manage to do the same thing for for through all of that and all of the transition, that's got to be fascinating. what What would you say are some of your um, kind of tips for everybody out there to create that longevity and make sure that it is a, a sustainable business over a long period of time?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, Socrates, uh, know thyself quote comes to mind. Um, you have to self-reflect and really kind of know where your strengths and weaknesses are, and then have a game plan for where you want to be and not just kind of, um, you know, foo, foo, rah, rah, cheerleading, kind of, um, know where you want to be, like say it as a new year's resolution, but, um, you have to have a financial statement. So when I say know where you know where you are, know where you need to be, like from a financial perspective. So having an updated financial statement that you meet with your spouse or partner, you know, over, over years, like every week over years. So you build consistency and you build momentum. And on that financial sheet where you have your income, expenses, asset, and liabilities, you also have your goals on there. So you actually measure your current performance against where you need to be and see where you're off. And so um, accountability is a big part of it. But if you really kind of learn to control yourself and grow yourself from a financial perspective, even if you have no money out of the gate, still just start building those disciplines, um, they will they will build a foundation for you that will you know, let, let you, um,
0: endure over time. As you were saying that, uh, it reminded me there was a, I was in middle school I'm going to, I'm going to date myself here. Uh, I was in middle school in 1992. Okay. And, uh, and we, we came to the, the auditorium and somebody was giving a presentation on finances and they don't teach it in the class, but there was somebody like a financial advisor or something. And, uh, and they were coming in and they're talking about compound interest. And, and I remember this to this day. I remember now that you mentioned it, they, now he's like 12 years old. And he said, look, if you start saving some money and it's earning X amount of interest, uh, he was talking about CDs or, you know, like, like the real, really basic, super basic financial tools. And, and if you just start, you put a little bit of money in today and you kept doing that for like 30 years, you would have millions of dollars by the time you're, you know, 30 or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but who's got that much? Who's got that much money? <laughs> you know, and looking back, it was like, not that much. It was like, it was like $100 a month or something ridiculous yeah. at the time. And And I was just thinking like, man, how many times have I been shown the way and I didn't take it? because I didn't realize how important my financial health was until, until it was. And by then it's yeah. like almost too late, you know?
1: So, so I got a visual, uh, compounder is the app and right, you right. put, yeah, you put 10, 10 K in 10% return, 15 years, and you're left with 44 K and it's just sitting there compounding. And um, the key is you got to find the right vehicles to invest in um, that produce uh, monthly income in a consistent and predictable manner and assets that are conservative and where you, where you have an understanding of the operator who's managing the performance. So if you take, if you start with that financial statement and you start taking control back over your financial destiny, don't give it to a financial planner, wealth manager, don't give it to Wall Street. Don't give it to E Trade. Give it. Give the power to yourself. Start learning and taking control over where your money goes and how your money grows, and you can let it compound and work miracles for yourself.
0: And uh, so, if if you need to take control of this financial destiny by yourself, uh, how uh, how does one equip themselves? to be a better uh, judge of those opportunities than somebody that's a financial planner that maybe has a license and has tons of experience. How does somebody prepare themselves to to be in that position of control? And it's kind of like it's kind of the conversation about, well, do I want a job or do I want to be an entrepreneur? Do I want to hand this off or do I want to do it myself? So what are some ways that that somebody can can really take that control?
1: Well, first you have to you have to um you have to question, you have to question societal norms and understandings. And that is a financial planner is in control. The financial planner has licensing because they have knowledge. Most financial planners are salespeople and they work off fees. And <clears throat> a lot of them aren't putting money themselves into the products they're telling you to put money into. Mm-hmm. And so they're working on commission. So um, that's kind of first thing. And so their best, your, their best interest is not always aligned with your best interest. And they're selling you into Wall Street. And when you put your money into Wall Street, you're putting your money into a venue where you have no control over it. Not only do you not have any control over it, you're playing an appreciation game. You're hoping to buy low and sell high and you won't know till it all, the dust settles. What I'm, I'm suggesting is, is to start thinking about building your education where you can understand different asset classes yourself, understand what's required from a due diligence standpoint and asset management standpoint. And you start building relationships with operators that that have funds and opportunities to earn predictable monthly income, Mm -hmm. and then align yourself with those and start investing money into those opportunities. Now we have one fund, we have an income fund, you know, that's where I'm coming from. It's a biased perspective, but it's the perspective that's, that has shown me financial freedom years ago, where my monthly passive income exceeds my monthly expenses. That happened years ago. And now I'm just Trying to grow it, and not only that, am I trying to? I'm trying to spread the word of financial literacy and and let people know that inflation, economics, political chaos, that's not going away. That's going to escalate, and the only thing, the only the only thing you can count on is yourself.
0: That's right. Only thing you can count on is yourself, and uh, you know it, it's there's there's so many ways that we can cast blame on whatever's happening in the world uh or somebody else or uh whoever raised us or the place that we grew up or all of these other things but at some point you really just have to stand up and say well if i want this to change i have to change it i didn't get those advantages i didn't get those uh benefits of you know being being born with silver spoon in hand or whatever uh, I had to figure it out, and I can sit here and I can complain about it, and I can cry about it, or I can go and I can take control, and that's what you're really talking about. Is especially with your financial destiny, uh, you're talking about taking control.
1: Where, where does um, you know, where do all these systems want your money to go? If you think about financial media, Wall Street, the federal government, um, universities with student loan debt, they all want your money to go to Wall Street whether you're taking out a mortgage and it's being you know banked, it's being traded on Wall Street, or you're buying stocks in a 401k, they all want your money. So they can, whoever has the money controls the game. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is that you need to take back control and to grow wealth for yourself in a stress-free, less anxiety manner. You need to have a financial statement that you where you know where you're at you need to have metrics in place goals in place so you you're growing over time with your finances in a controlled manner and you need to educate yourself on various opportunities to find out what's right for you
0: i love it okay so let's uh let's take a moment here we will get into the do zone diagnostic are you ready yes awesome so this is a series of five quick questions I ask every guest so that we can see how everything works and soak up all the knowledge that we can rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind, Martin, what's one thing that you do uh that keeps you focused on your goals? I invest in assets that cash flow
1: with with operators or funds that I I have relationships with in in areas that I understand.
0: Love it. And how do you get back on track when sometimes you lose that focus
1: um my my planner and and just just how how i'm putting my planner how i'm planning my days tells me if i'm on track
0: great and uh who's your support group martin and how do they keep you accountable i have business partners
1: um that i've that i've um that I have uh, uh, found um, two business partners, and you know we have a lot of good communication over time, um, as well as uh, going to industry conferences and meeting with peers that do what 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 I what what our company does um, helps helps me keep
0: grounded or you know aware, if you will. Nice. And uh, so Martin you've solved a lot of problems in your life. Uh, how do you how do you approach a difficult project that you're not really sure how to complete?
1: Well, I, I think first um I kind of I kind of take responsibility for where I'm at at the current point. And I say, "Well, I'm here for this reason." And then I need to figure out, take responsibility on creating the solution to bring myself out. So um, I never look outside myself initially. As you know, what's the problem? What's the solution? I figure out what I can control within myself to help correct
0: whatever needs to be corrected. Awesome. Last question: What's the number one pro tip that you would give to someone looking to get more stuff done in less time?
1: I I would say um, <clears throat> read read books on time management. And and um my answer to every issue is education. Reading on what other people have done, what other people suggest. Um coaching, I have a business coach. Um you, you need other people in their wisdom to
0: help you move forward. Well said. And so tell us a little bit about oh, what is it that you're doing now. Uh, you had referenced this income fund that you were talking about. So tell us some of the things that are that you're really passionate about now. I'm passionate I'm passionate about monthly passive income.
1: I think everybody in this world needs it. Um, as you get older, you're you're less active and you're less passionate about what you do um, for the most part. And and so you just get tired. You you know every decade you get a little bit more tired as you go about your business. And so um, as that as you decline with your productivity, you need to increase with passive income to offset that and make sure that you move forward in a, in a, in a manner that's not stressful. Most people are just stressed out about their money about their finances, about, are they going to be able to retire? Are they going to eat dog food when they, when they, when they stop working? I mean, people are thinking about that and you shouldn't be, you should be focused in the moment, making the most of how you can make it being the best person you can be to yourself
0: and others around you. I love that. And, and what, uh, what is something that uh, is is there a vehicle or a strategy that that you found has been particularly effective for creating passive income? Uh, maybe that you're an advocate for?
1: Yeah. So I think I think um a lot a lot of people start out when they think of passive income or just income in general. They think about, well, let me Google search what is paying the most, you know, what fund or what opportunity pays the most? They're thinking the return. And, and, um, that should be the last thing you think about because you're going to go after the shiniest object. If, if you're just focused on that, you need to focus on what asset classes that you have knowledge about and that you want to learn about, or you're passionate about, or you think you're, you think morally these asset classes are, are, are helping society. And then you have to, then that will help you lead into, okay, well, what are some of the operators? What are some of the business opportunities out there related to these assets that you have knowledge about? And then once you kind of progress down that road, the last step is the rate of return. And is this in line with your financial goals you have for yourself?
0: Yeah, well said. So uh, I've been in the multifamily space for a long time. And and it's kind of there's there's this kind of hierarchy of decision making and 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 what you said just falls exactly in line. It's the same thing. If I'm going to invest with someone uh, on a, on a multifamily property, the the, the first thing that I want to know is are you a person of integrity first and foremost? Because that's if that's not in place, none of the rest of it matters. Uh, and then yes. next, are you a competent person, which means do you know what you're talking about? And then are you going to be a good steward of my money. Uh, Not necessarily, hey, are you going to make me a ton of money? But are you going to take good care of it as if it were your own? And then the least important is, okay, well, tell me the details of this deal. Because the only thing that matters, all those other things matter before the deal matters. Yes
1: yeah because then you get caught up into the shiny object syndrome or you get caught up into the returns and how much money you're going to make. Also, I would add to the list um how much skin in the game do they have mm-hmm. themselves financially
0: mm-hmm. awesome. And so uh, where who who should reach out to you uh, and who would be a good candidate to connect with you and who's who's somebody describe somebody that that you can help the most?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm I'm very passionate about um, ha- having a living financial statement that's updated weekly, and you meet with accountability partners on to help you in your life and your and you and your loved ones live a better life. If anyone wants, I have an Excel template. It's a very base in a very basic form, and you can modify it to your situation, but it'll help you kind of start that journey of having a living financial statement. So if you email me at martin at bqfunds.com, I'll send you a copy of that. Um, If you are thinking that you want to add monthly passive income to your world, um, you can send me an email as well. And I can, I can just let you know about what um, we have in terms of,
0: of an offering. Awesome. So martin at bqfunds.com. Correct. Excellent, and so if you're looking for passive income, Martin Sands is definitely the person that you want to have a conversation with. He may have some options for you that make sense. And then uh, tell uh, one more time you have a you have a uh, an Excel spreadsheet that helps people put together a living financial statement, which is something you recommend everybody has and they update weekly. Yeah. Yes. Awesome, I love that, Martin. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing a little bit about your passion for passive income uh, and for making that generous offer to our audience. For those of you who are interested in learning more about creating passive income, I recommend that you reach out directly to Martin. You can go to his email, martin at bqfunds.com and make sure and request your living financial statement or the template for that. Once again, if you want to he- keep hearing great content like this, be sure to follow and subscribe to The Do Zone on Apple or Spotify. And remember, if you run a business that is stalling out and you're looking for a boost, for less than it costs to take your staff out to lunch, we got your back. Visit unbreakableteams.com to learn more. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Share this episode with a friend. Screenshot it and add it to your Instagram stories. Smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever works best for you. If you're looking to crush your goals this year and level up your team, we're here to help. To learn more about how our scientifically backed process can increase your company's productivity by up to 300%, head over to unbreakableteams.com. That's unbreakableteams.com.